Hi, I'm Simon Owens, and thanks for having a listen to my radio archive. As the title suggests, I archive bits and pieces of Melbourne radio that have somehow fallen into my hands. Feedback is always welcome, as are requests. If there's a particular piece you'd like to hear, I'd happily pop it up for you. Give me a shout-out on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram at Simon O. Melb. His uh, great success as a television and radio star, I'm talking to him as a Fitzroy football supporter. And what better and more pleasant time to talk to you, Bert? Well, you know, Harry, uh, as yourself, I remember with uh, great pride Fitzroy of the, the years gone by when a lot of success was enjoyed by the club. And even though I've stuck with them since the, uh, the bad days set in, I, I truthfully believe that Fitzroy probably is heading for an era now which may even surpass its, its greatest moments. Well, it's nice to be a Fitzroy supporter at this time. That's what I would think is fair to say. Yeah, there's not much room on the bandwagon, is there? Well, generally, uh, the bandwagons generally increase about this time. Although, I remember seeing you after the uh, second or third match and uh, you said to me then, Bert, well, this would be a good time for the season to end because uh, Fitzroy uh, was undefeated. That's right. And then uh, they ran into the, a couple of problems. Uh, certainly against uh, Carlton. I remember South Melbourne games. We broadcast both those matches. We're not a really good omen, I don't think, for, um, for Fitzroy. But since then, everything's gone right. Um, but do you, do you notice uh, at, the, uh, you know, at the last couple of matches, have there been you know, more people uh, coming back to, the, to our games, to the Fitzroy games? Well, to be honest with you, I haven't been to a match this season. And I've got only information that's passed on to me by some stalwarts who've you know, been going to Fitzroy for the last 25, 30 years. Um, the crowds themselves, I don't know, it's pretty hard to work out whether you know, when we draw a reasonable crowd, whether actually Fitzroy is drawing or the opposition. But what I have been told, and this to me is, uh, is very heartening, and that is that at the club itself there is there's an atmosphere that a lot of the people, a lot of the old-timers, haven't seen since, in inverted commas, the old days. Um, it's very easy in hindsight to say why Fitzroy is being successful now. I personally, you know, don't believe in, uh, in holding too much to, to teams being beaten by narrow margins because the thing is, it doesn't matter whether you're beaten by a point or by ten goals, you still don't get those four points. But I suppose I, I could break that traditional thought of mind by remembering that last year we were unlucky in a couple of games. Um, Don Lane, who is a great Melbourne supporter, also has a very soft spot for, for Fitzroy and he follows Australian rules very closely. And he was saying just the other night that, you know, had he been a betting man, his money would have been on Fitzroy to make the five this year because they showed enough form last year to get there, you know? Mm. What did you uh, personally think when Bill Stephen was appointed coach? Did you think that perhaps Bill, uh, you know, his methods might have been a bit old, old-fashioned? Well, I didn't think his methods would be would be old because I, I've got a, a great regard for him as a, as a coach and also as a bloke. I don't think... I've never heard anyone say anything against Bill personally. Um... I think if everybody was completely honest, there'd be enough of us who, when Bill was appointed, uh, had thoughts of, uh, of maybe being a retrograde step, because Bill had coached the club on two previous occasions, um, and unfortunately not with a, a premiership and not with a, a finals appearance. But, you know, he's made us eat our words, not that, not that many of us spoke the words, because he's such a good bloke, um, you know, it, it would be very hard to say anything um, ill of, of Bill. But now with this success, and it's, you know, I don't think it's a seven-day wonder because to come out and... I was annoyed with, with Ron Barassi um, coming out in the sun last Monday and saying that, that North Melbourne 
didn't try Fitzroy. The reason they didn't try Fitzroy was Fitzroy didn't give them a chance. They kicked 8-2 in the last quarter against the wind, you know? You uh, sort of get a bit worked up, Bert. Well, I do when, you know, I've... You've suffered bad publicity, I've suffered bad publicity. In our game, you've got to accept that. I mean, that's, you're on air, not just to entertain and to inform. You've got to, you've got to cop what comes with it, and I cop that too. But when a, a football club is concerned, you know, Footscray, exactly the same thing happens with Footscray, maybe with, well, certainly with South Melbourne at the moment. It's very hard to, to find constructive publicity about the club. Um, and Fitzroy have suffered this for many years. They've also had good publicity, I'll, I'll give them that. But when they, when they beat another side, whether the side is, um, you know, South Melbourne or Footscray or Essendon, the score is there. We get the points. But when we beat a top side, when we knock off North Melbourne, so many of the scribes spend all of their time in working out how North Melbourne lost the game and don't point out how Fitzroy won it. That's a good point. Now, looking uh, to tomorrow's match... If uh, Fitzroy, on uh, previous year's forms, this could be one of the games where everyone expects them to win, they could perhaps lose. Do you see it as a danger game? I do indeed. Um, I don't know whether this is the case with other sides or not, H, but I know with Fitzroy, on many occasions over the last 20 years, all of a sudden there's been a glimmer of light, and we've gotten very excited. Uh, an example of that would be back in, what, 1970, when we won the Royal Match against Richmond. We were the, I think, you know, a good betting man would have gotten 12 to 1 us that day. We came out and defeated Richmond, and everything looked as though it was going to be a fantastic season. We had a lot of firsts that year. We were playing our first game at our new headquarters at St Kilda, and we played against St Kilda on their old headquarters. And after winning in a magnificent fashion the Royal Match, we came out the following Saturday, and I think Fitzroy beat us by seven or eight goals. We went to VFL Park. We had the honour of being one of the first sides to play there, and Geelong beat us by six or seven goals. Um... I do believe that sometimes Fitzroy, like all middle-class teams, and by that I mean you know, teams that find it very hard to get beyond uh, the middle rung, sometimes are inclined to, to win the hard ones and have a bit of trouble with the, with the alleged easier ones. I've never played league football. Any, any bloke who runs out on the ground, regardless for which side, he gets my vote because you know, many, many are called, few are chosen. But uh, I, I wouldn't suggest any of the boys go into St Kilda uh, in a light fashion tomorrow. But uh, taking a line through your own personality, you know, which is extremely uh, pleasant and happy and uh, making other people happy, when you get to the football, uh, do you really get uh, worked up as a supporter, irate, and uh, do you get a bit, um, uh, well, say a little bit hot-tempered or anything like that? Yes, I have. I, I, you know, I haven't been to the football for a fair while, so I don't want it to appear that that I'm uh, jumping on any bandwagons. I, I, I think actually it would be remiss of me now to, uh, uh, to start going. Maybe I'll wait, and if, unfortunately, they start to lose a few matches, God forbid, I might try and see one. But I, one of the reasons I haven't been to football, the main reason is, quite frankly, that uh, I work such a heavy week now, I do need to do other things on the weekend. Mm. But another consideration was that uh, football, to me, is not a day of complete relaxation. It is afterwards. Uh, a few beers with the boys in the bar, maybe a few more than just a few in the bar. Uh, but whilst I'm watching that game itself, I, I really have got a, um, a great love and a great concern for, for Fitzroy, and I do get a bit carried away. Not not in that I start shouting out obscenities or whatever, but, but inwardly, uh, I feel for them. You know, I, I, took, I introduced Patty to, uh, to football, and we went, I think it was to something like 17 or 18 games before we saw Fitzroy win one. Now, admittedly, they had won a couple in that time, but we were unable to go because of work uh, 
can recall the day that Fitzroy eventually broke through for us and we saw them win. It was against Richmond and we were playing Princess Park and we both cried. Um, you know, that's how seriously I, I take my footy with, uh, with Fitzroy. I think it's a whole new ball game now. The whole of the league is a new ball game. The old days will never come back. Whether that's a good or a bad thing, it's senseless in commenting because uh, it's inevitable that, that football has become a full-time profession. I'll say one thing, Bert. Uh, if the supporters were as disloyal as, um, as uh, players are among uh, changing clubs, then we wouldn't have too many supporters, would we? But I've listened to you on a couple of occasions calling the match uh, of the day this year. And, uh, you know, I, all of a sudden you've called a name and I've thought, oh, wait on, Harry's wrong. And I've suddenly twigged, of course, you know, it's just gone beyond my mind that, say, for example, this is a bad example, but, for example, in a North Melbourne side, you're calling Gary Dempsey. And mm. just for a split second, I think, Dempsey? Oh, of course, that's right, he went to North Melbourne. As I say, that is, that's not a prime example. There are some of the, uh, the lower-rung players who've made move. But, I mean, it's, it's no, longer, no longer wearing the Guernsey for the honour and glory of the club, is it? Yeah, well, as I say, supporters, if they jumped uh, from club to club, there wouldn't be much sense in that. Mm. I made a jump once, Harry. I, I used to go and watch Essendon play about 25 years ago. Would you have a bird there? Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, I must ask you this question before uh, I leave you. Uh, Graham, your great friend Graham Kennedy, is uh, now Sydney-based. Yep. And, of course, he'll be very keen to see that match uh, North and Hawthorne do uh, well up there. There was some talk that Fitzroy might uh, think about going to Sydney. What are your views about Fitzroy transferring? I think it's inevitable that a side must go to, to Sydney. I personally wouldn't like to see it be Fitzroy. Um, I realised the move had to be made to St Kilda, but there was a, you know, a lot of my heart, a lot of the heart of a lot of supporters still left in Brunswick Street. I still go there and have a beer. Uh, because fortunately the cricket club is still based there as uh, you well know because of your brother's very heavy and uh, heavy drinking? no, heavy involvement, <laughs> and, uh, involvement. <laughs> it gets him only I think satisfaction in seeing the club do well but, um, well you've got strong roots there of course with uh, being a Fitzroy boy yourself from Holden Street and then of course Tommy, uh, your brother yeah. he, he's still a strong uh, member of the cricket isn't he? yes he is indeed Yeah. well he's lucky enough to, to play for him if no, I think probably Tom shares the same opinion as myself. If, if a team has to go to Sydney, that's, that's going to be good for the game. I don't want it to be Fitzroy. I've got a feeling if Fitzroy don't have a great season this year, I mean, we're over $100,000 in the red, um, it may indeed be us. But if, our, if we can continue now with the success that we're enjoying and, and stay in that five, and I've, I've heard you say already that, you know, that that five really could remain unchanged, um, I think we'll be based in Melbourne. I just hope we, we are. Well, now, Bert, I don't know whether to, as a final thought, uh, suggest for you to and Patty to go to the match tomorrow or not, because based on what you've said, uh, you've, when they win, you're generally not there. Uh, I know that I've been told not to broadcast them, because uh, when we broadcast them, we, they generally lose. So I'm not sure whether the omens applies to you too. Yeah, well, I don't know. I want to ask you a question which I've always uh, meant to ask you. I've never gotten around to it when I've seen you socially. Now, I know that when you broadcast a match, it's in an unbiased fashion, for, you know, for which I congratulate you. But what about when you were umpiring? How hard was it to take a Fitzroy game? Well, they were the toughest games I ever had was Fitzroy, especially down at the old ground, because you well know where all your mobs stood next to that uh, Hayden Bunton stand. And um, I thought I'd walk in there and Porky Harvey, you know, Merv Harvey and all of them would be throwing all sorts of things at me. And, um, you know, in my efforts to perhaps fight down the... Um, the Fitzroy thing 
uh, I guess I was probably even tougher on them than uh, other sides. Yeah. And uh, it's not an easy thing to fight down because, you know, I was down there uh, with both fits, both cricket and football, but only in the s seconds. That's why everybody says, who'd you play for? I say, Fitzroy. Seconds. And, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it was a thing to fight down. And um, I don't think I... That, well, Fitzroy really didn't like me umpiring the matches because... Um, I guess I was just, uh, you know, tougher on them. Yeah. But, uh, but they, of course, uh, it was inevitable, I think, we had to move from uh, that ground, that Brunswick Street ground. It really wasn't... Uh, it, it just couldn't grow at this time, you know, with what, we, what the requirements are for football. Yeah, but we did have a chance, as you know, years ago when the Edinburgh Gardens were unofficially given to us for parking on Saturday afternoon. I mean, heaven knows that's what Carlton is doing at the Princess Park. Mm. And unfortunately, somebody opened their trap at the wrong time. And, uh, and down came the, uh, the Grapes of Wrath. Yes. And we couldn't go ahead with it. You know, had we built a complete sporting complex there on Brunswick Street, it's, it's serviced by trams and trains. It's, by gosh, if you're on a bad day, if you didn't have a, a bob in your pocket, you could walk into Fitzroy from the centre of the city. Mm. Um, but that wasn't to be. I just wanted to say one thing, if I may, Harry. Um, yes. You're talking before about the, the old mob who'd be beside the, the Hayden Bunton stand. The one thing that Fitzroy has got, you know, it may have one of the lowest, if not the lowest, membership in the, the league at the moment. But one thing Fitzroy has got, uh, it's got a nucleus of supporters whom I admire tremendously. Um, I see blokes at the football now, you know, today, and I'm sure I would see them tomorrow if I went there, who have been going for as long as I can remember. I, I was taken as a kid of three or four years of age and a Fitzroy beanie, you know, and I'm sure the same faces were there then. They, they may not be... They may not be there in uh, in quantity, but they're there in quality. And they're the, apart from Bill and, uh, and Frank Bibby and the players down at Fitzroy, uh, the people I'm uh, really thinking of now with the success that we're enjoying is that nucleus of diehards who've never given the club away. They're the people who should get the, uh, the football knighthoods. Yes, I think I'll leave you on that note, Bert, because uh, you've summed it up very well, and that will be one of the disappointments. No matter which club from the VFL goes to uh, interstate, to Sydney, that will be one of the real heartbreaks for those loyal supporters. Nice talking to you, Harry. Thanks, Bert. Bye-bye.